Aloha and welcome to episode four of the Sobriety Rocks podcast. My name's Kirk Waterman, and in this episode, we're going to get right to it and talk about God. If you listened to any of our first three episodes, you know I didn't believe in any God when I arrived at the doors of recovery. Sure, when I was little, I believed in God just like I believed in Santa Claus. I even said sincere Catholic prayers, went to church, Sunday school, catechism, and sang in a choir. But as I grew up and had stress from adults pushed down my throat along with God, I stopped believing in the Catholic God of my youth, well before I was a teenager. The most common prayer I said for years was, God damn it! And when I was in real trouble, I would say some 911 prayers, but they'd always be forgotten as soon as their trouble passed. Then on June 3rd, 1992, when drugs and alcohol quit working to make my miserable life bearable, I sincerely pleaded to the universe for help. And within 24 hours, I was being brought to a treatment center. So when I arrived at the doors of recovery, I was a card-carrying agnostic. I would have told you I was an atheist, but an atheist needs to be able to argue why there isn't a God, and I wasn't that clever. Then, when I finally settled into early recovery, it's a blessing the word God wasn't written in the first two steps. If it had been, I may have left long before any miracle happened. But since it wasn't, and I was stuck on thinking I would never be restored to sanity in step two, I didn't even notice the implication of God through this power greater than me. I heard and saw that a bunch of you had been restored to sanity, and if I was going to be restored to sanity too, it had to be a power far greater than me. It took me quite a few days, but I listened to y'all and saw that you had been restored to sanity and I figured if it worked for you, maybe it could work for me. My sponsor mentor and I agreed that a power less than me couldn't restore me to sanity and I had already tried a bunch of powers equal to me and they couldn't restore me to sanity either. Then, just like that, my sponsor mentor told me I was on step three. I looked at it and it didn't seem like I had ever seen the word God in the program before. I immediately proceeded to tell him I didn't believe in God. I knew AA and NA and CA were a cult and I'm leaving. And he said, great, see you later. But remember, these are 12 step programs and you have to take all 12 steps to get the benefit. And I was only on step two and a half. So if I was going to leave, don't talk crap about any 12-step program because if I'm not willing to go through all 12 steps and at least do the minimal work required, I had no right to say anything. He also told me it doesn't say anywhere that we believe in God. The only place it says we believe anything was in step two where it says we came to believe that a power greater than me could restore me to sanity. And he reminded me I had just told him I believed I could be restored to sanity just like you all had. 
He told me to leave that condemning God of my youth behind. Don't believe anything. Take the steps and do the work and see if my damaged spirit could heal from the process and I could have a spiritual awakening like he had had. I'd been arriving at meetings feeling crappy and feeling better when I left, so I was getting something from the people at the meetings. My sponsor mentor reminded me that if my car didn't start when I left a meeting, I couldn't push it very far on my own, but all the people in the meetings could push me as far as I needed to go, and together, they were a power far greater than me. So all of the people in the meetings, the group of drunks, they were my first God. I didn't believe in them per se, but I came to believe that the people in the meetings could help restore me to sanity. He also pointed out that on page 63 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it says, when we sincerely do the work, all sorts of remarkable things follow. He highlighted, it says, you enjoy peace of mind, you face life successfully, and we lose our fear of today, tomorrow, and the hereafter. I had no peace of mind when I first got to recovery. I was not facing life successfully, and I had lots of fear of today, tomorrow, and the hereafter. He then basically challenged me to go through all 12 steps. He said to not believe, just do the minimal work and give myself a chance to heal. So I made a decision right then. I would reluctantly do the minimal amount of work. And when I got to the end, I'd flip everybody off and leave. 30 seconds later, he had me reading some stupid prayers out of the stupid AA books to a stupid God I didn't believe in. He had me read them over and over until I actually read them with a little bit of sincerity. I didn't tell him, but I actually felt a little better when we were finished. He then immediately gave me a direction on the four step. I wrote out my first resentments, fears, and first part of my sex behavior inventory. We read the five prayers, did the meditation, which was actually a prayer, and did a little service, which all were outlined in the big book in the four step in the resentment, fear, and sex inventory section. He then gave me a week to write out all of my resentments and read the two resentment prayers for each one, write out all of my fears and read the fear prayer for each one and write out my sex inventory and read the two sex prayers, do the one sex meditation and do a little service work for someone that it said right in the book. I thought it was very extreme, but within 15 minutes, I'd gone from almost leaving and going back to my miserable life to praying to some God thing I didn't believe in and I was feeling better. So I agreed with him and got to work on the steps, reluctantly, mind you. And wouldn't you know it, I started to hear these other acronyms people had for God that they'd probably been saying the, the whole time I'd been in the program, but I hadn't heard them. There was like good orderly direction, gift of desperation, grow or die, getting off drugs, gaining one's dreams, among a whole bunch of others. And before you knew it, I was holding hands after meetings with y'all, 
sincerely saying the serenity prayer. I was getting strength from you. I was starting to go through like that first week that some real challenging stuff. And I was writing my four step and saying the prayers. Most of the time, not sincerely, but sometimes I was. And I was staying clean and sober and I was getting power from you all. And over the next few months, I took all the steps with that sponsor mentor. And I read all the G-O-D prayers and meditations, which are mostly God prayers, like close to 25 in all. And I took all the action and most often reluctantly. And most of the time I didn't like it. And much of the time I didn't say the God prayer sincerely or from the bottom of my heart. But sometimes I did say them sincerely and really wanted the good part of the prayers to happen to me. And more times than not, I felt better. And I got through whatever was happening in early recovery without having to pick up a drink or a drug or start acting out on some bad behavior like I had previously. And one day, my sponsor mentor called me up and wanted to get together. He told me I had had a spiritual awakening or healing, as he said, as the result of the step work we had done. And I was blown away. I wasn't full of the anger and rage and confusion and pity I had come here with. Most of the big fear was gone. I wasn't screwing up my life and drugs and alcohol and the horrendous behavior I came here with had magically disappeared. I had been getting this great strength and power from all the people in the rooms particularly when we sat together for a while and we calmed down and we prayed and we helped some new person who was struggling. I couldn't believe it. I'd start believing in the people in the rooms and then this 12-step stuff and then some power greater than me or God. And finally, I started believing in myself and I hadn't believed in any of us before I got here, particularly any God or myself. And the real miracle is I didn't flip everybody off and leave like I had planned. I stayed around and kept making little bits of progress, still reading the God prayers, still not always liking it, but doing it anyways. And the results of my life were undeniable. I got my old step back. I got into the flow of life. My spirit healed. I became useful and I didn't need alcohol drugs or any negative things to have fun or get me through life. Over the years, I've continued practicing the 25 or so AA prayers. I've done all kinds of other prayers and meditations which have God connotations. I've spent thousands of hours praying. I've taught people how to pray. Other people have taught me to pray. I've prayed with people who didn't believe in God and seen them get amazing results. And I've had lots of people pray for me when I was suffering and I've gotten the results of their prayers. This God thing continually evolves for me. I feel power, peace, and strength all over the planet. At the ocean, in the mountains, by a tree with songbirds, watching a baby smile and run. Often when I pray, the word God is in my prayers. 
but I really don't know who or what I'm praying to, just something powerful that's out there that connects us all. I know that when I get quiet, sincere, have intention, and put my entire heart and being into any of the prayers, remarkable things happen. And when I do it consistently, with intention, and with you, my spirit gets renewed and filled with love and I get strength and peace and freedom to do anything and get through anything without having to pick up, use, or cause havoc. In fact, together we get through extremely challenging times unscathed. And we have a sense of peace and freedom at the end of it. But when I don't pray, and I don't pray with all my heart, sometimes even the most simple things can seem like a burden. So, as I sit here today, all these years later, I'll do what my sponsor mentor told me to do and judge the results. And the results are very, very good. This power greater than me, who I choose to call God, you group of drunks, my gift of desperation in following your good orderly direction has provided me more than enough power to successfully get through anything life has thrown my way for nearly 30 years. I don't know who or what this God is, but I do know for sure that my life and the lives of all those who know me are infinitely better when I'm sincerely praying to this G-O-D thing. If you doubt God like I did, I hope you keep an open mind, take whatever necessary action is required to help you through any situation you may have, and see what kind of results you get. I bet you'll be pleasantly surprised. Each day, we close with a brief meditation to help get centered and bring us to a place of peace. So please, get comfortable, take a few slow, deep breaths, and join me. Wherever you're at, sit tall, connect with your body, Tune in to your inner world in the space right where you are. Tune in by being right here, right now, with your emotions, your thoughts, and simply observe. And whatever's showing up in your mind, allow kindness and compassion to meet it. Allow that kindness and compassion to seep into your heart, into the space surrounding your heart. Allow the kindness and compassion 
to fill up your entire being. Notice any resistance that may arise when I ask you to fill up with compassion and kindness. If there's any, meet that resistance with softness, vulnerability, and compassion. Try not to push or pull away. Try not to focus on any resistance. Just think kindness, compassion, understanding. Now silently repeat after me. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with peace, free from harm. If you could envision yourself giving yourself the biggest hug ever in whispering in your own ear, may I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with peace, free from harm. Allow a feeling of self-love to fully embody you. Now go ahead and bring one hand to your heart and press your second hand on top of your first. Meeting yourself for the last time right now with compassion, kindness, and love. Take a deep, Full breath in, bow your head in gratitude, thank yourself for giving you this time to practice. And for loving your heart. Thank you for joining us today for Sobriety Rocks podcast. 
We hope you found something you can use to help make today all you want it to be and tomorrow better than you thought it could be. Visit recoveryhq.com for additional resources or to contact us directly. See you next time. Aloha. Aloha.